You're listening to Bravo Should Be Fun with Liz, Alex, and Micah. Hello, welcome back to Bravo Should Be Fun. I'm one of your hosts, Micah, and I'm here with Liz and Alex. Ladies, how are we doing this week? Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Yeah, happy holidays, everybody. How was everyone's holidays? Pretty chill. Lots of kids going crazy, getting crazy gifts. Like my nephew got this crazy Nighthawk scooter that is like motorized and he's low to the ground and he like flies down the street. It was cute. Oh, That's shit. awesome. How fast is he going? Probably like 10 miles an hour. And they're like kind of on a hill. So he like flies. That's awesome. <laughs> Shit. My oldest has like two scooters. She's got a hoverboard. She asked me for one of those scooters and I was like, no, you're fine. Yeah. You've got enough. This is like a hoverboard, but he's laying like, he's kind of sitting in it low to the ground though. Cause like his butt and his legs are on it. It's not like a hoverboard where just his legs are on it. Oh, so he doesn't have to like totally balance. Yeah. It's like a plane but on the ground and his feet are on it it's hard to describe i've never seen anything like it huh damn all i'm picturing like the scooters that you like ride around walmart going super (laughs) fast the amigo cars (laughs) yeah loved her american girl doll so that was great wait did you get her samantha no i got her one that looks exactly like her and it's kind of hilarious okay i remember those i had one of those i never got like an official doll i had the one that looked like me oh she was bad oh yeah yours yours was a bad bitch huh of course (laughs) (laughs) i believe it if it was anything like you for sure it was we want to get into Southern Charm. Yeah, there's so much content. I know. This continuation of last week where we had to split it up into two episodes, which we might be having to do going forward, honestly. Well, we kind of pick up right where they left off at the dinner scene where Taylor decides to make the um, interesting decision to make a a speech to let everyone know that she's done apologizing. And even though I haven't heard her say that she's sorry once. Yeah. That she says she has four times. I just haven't We're playing heard the victim completely. Because Olivia won't forgive her immediately. Well, I have a whole other opinion about that, but... Yeah, about Olivia? Well, I just think it's like, you know, let the mouse go. It's time to let the mouse <laughs> go. Like, who cares if you're friends with Austin, you're hanging out with Austin, then what's the big deal? You're saying... Olivia should be getting over it. It's a little hypocritical to be cool with Austin and not be cool with Taylor. Oh, I think she's pissed off at both, honestly. I think Taylor's getting the brunt of it. But, I mean, I think Olivia's, like, not cool with either of them. But, no, I know. I I feel like I know what you mean. No, they, like, text. He said that they texted all through the Oscars that they watched. Are you texting your male friends about the fashions in the Oscars? I've never had a male friend care. Maybe it was about the movies, not the fashion. Oh, oh my God. I didn't realize they were, like, about movies. Were they in red carpet? (laughs) (laughs) I don't even watch them, to be honest. I have no idea what any of the movies are anyway. So I haven't watched since La La Land. I watched a Will Smith slap. Oh, I saw sure. that. That was yeah. something. It's not on replay. I didn't see it live, though. <laughs> but no, Austin is all about the head game. So she does just need... Olivia just needs to be done with them. I, oh, my God. Did you guys see their reunion looks? They all of them look amazing. Every single one of them ate. They look amazing. I've never heard anybody do a take it or leave it apology to a friend after you've mm-hmm. repeatedly right. fucked that friend over. And I never heard her say that she's sorry. She just... No, like... It's a non-apology. Yes! Like, okay... You clearly didn't mean it if you're going and talking shit to your brother saying, oh, mm-hmm. I wasn't wrong. Well, if you're not wrong, then why do you even say I apologize? That was so bad. And the clapping, like. Oh, my God. The clapping yeah. made me want to punch her in the face. Yeah, that was that was bold. Like, I just want Bravo to not have her come back next year so she can face another rejection. Like Shep rejected her via text and just see what <laughs> happens. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to have the. uh the devil's advocate opinion as per usual. I just feel like if you don't have a villain, you're not going to have anything interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. For better or for worse, we do need the villain. Right. Madison was such a good villain. And they haven't really, I mean, like, I don't even remember Southern Charm last season. This is a good one, though. What was last season? I don't e- I don't know. <laughs> I don't even remember either. Yeah. Jesus, that's what was so it? That's so bad. It was Olivia. I remember Olivia. 
Olivia was pretty boring. Yeah, her and Austin like fake dated. Yeah, exactly. Talked. Taylor and Shep were together. I but like then- Olivia. She just there's not much interesting about her i think she's gorgeous but yeah like her personality i don't know if it's on camera or what it's just not fully there i do like i think she's vulnerable and i dig it i like that part wait shep and taylor were still together last season right and they broke up after the season ended and they were broken up during the reunion yeah right and it was craig's christmas party oh and naomi naomi and yeah whitney. oh that was naomi cool whitney At, uh what house did they go to it was that like famous it was like first- a frank lloyd Wright. that's house it thing. thank you yeah. that was gonna drive was me nuts cool. <laughs> we have that in buffalo we've got a frank lloyd Wright house Ooh, we may have to go, guys. I know. There are a couple in Illinois. Are there? I had no idea. There's like a really famous one in Wisconsin, I think. Oh, who knew? I think there's one in Palm Springs, too. Didn't another housewife? <laughs> Using the Trixie Hotels, Frank Lloyd Wright. No, wasn't it? <laughs> I mean, to me, it is, but, <laughs> you know, I love my gay men. Yeah, the winner of like Drag Race. um, Was it Salt Lake City that somebody went up there and explored it? It could have been a different franchise. Mm. I don't recall. Yeah, I'm blanking. (laughs) So I don't look nuts. Back to the dinner. It was super Mm -hmm. appropriate when Taylor was like, yes, I did tell my brother, not my whole family. Just like I love my brother, just like I'm sure you do. And that was a combo of her being drunk and also being a dumbass yeah i agree i think i think she knew what she was doing i don't don't know i don't think she's that she's not that cunning is she that clever what if she is and we just don't know that's what i'm saying like i think she's like on to something like she's just this bitch deep down inside and no one saw it i don't think she wants to lean into being the villain that's the thing like i don't think she could handle being the villain it does seem new to her to not be like a little sweetheart you know loved yeah i felt like rod's explanation or his perspective was pretty much spot on he was the only one who seemed to kind of make sense about it i forgot he was even on the trip what did he say again he he said that basically she wasn't trying to like say anything about the brother really she wasn't trying to like be mean she was basically saying like why are we talking about this again like it just happened why don't we squash this unless new information actually comes out that like is incriminating and i get it i mean let's move it along Oh, for sure. It needs to be moved along. I mean, she just needs to be okay with Olivia not getting over it right away. That's the bottom line. Mm -hmm. I agree. And especially if she's dealing with so much, leave her alone. Yeah, exactly. She needs to ask, Taylor needs to ask Madison for tips on how to just like not give a fuck because- like an inherent personality trait though that you can't teach you know madison's just just made for reality tv that she is has a sharp tongue she's like a bethany honestly she has a sharp tongue she can like give give it back to you right away some people have it some people don't well and she recovers quickly she's fast i'm really surprised she didn't pop off at austin about that bored housewife comment that he used again yeah if it doesn't land the first time right and he thought it was like he really got her there okay muppet mouth and we talked about already like she's not a housewife like i'm pretty sure she does really well with all of her amazon shit like i'm always seeing her going live and selling stuff oh yeah absolutely they probably make bank off of that yeah there ever is a real housewives of charleston it would definitely be like madison and Lava. I need Patricia as the mentor. Please. <laughs> yeah. Please, God. She'd be holding the etiquette dinners. Yes. I mean, she basically is the Countess of the South. She is. She's like Lisa Vanderpump. Wait, what? Yeah. I mean, she's, you know, not, I'm not being oh, literal. Shit. I thought you meant like somebody she married because she's married like 50 million people. No. <laughs> So that's another interesting aspect. I want to know more about her story because she's basically like an Elizabeth Taylor. She's like a big deal. I want pointers. Me too. I thought it was kind of funny when um, Taylor was like, Olivia, you're using the word hate. That's such a strong word. And Olivia is like, yeah, that's why I used it. That was amazing. Didn't she explain she hated what Taylor did? Oh, no. She said, like, I hate you or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Well... I mean, what are we though? Five? Like, if somebody's saying I hate you, I that's rolling off my back. Somebody says fuck you, I'm coming at you. I mean, that's like what <laughs> I just watched. I rewatched uh, Home Alone as yearly tradition. But when he Kevin says to his mom, "I hate you," 
or I wish you all were yeah. gone when I wake up in the morning. It is, it's, the, it's on the same level as you are mean as in terms of a juvenile insult. Which, who else is saying that this week? Denise Richards. You're a mean yes, woman. Okay, yes, thank you, thank you. I knew, I'm like, where else have I heard you are mean? <laughs> like, it doesn't land. I do have to say, though, I'm falling in love with JT each episode. Me, me too. I was loving him. You sit there with your perfect hair. Yeah. Not accountability. Wait, was he talking to Austin? That was still at the table, right? Yeah. Okay, I love him every week, but then he ruins it when he starts talking about how great Taylor is. Yeah, agreed. that is his toxic trait. Yeah, it really, I'm like, it makes me so sad. He could be a fan favorite and have like an incredible rookie season if he was able to reel that in and realize that that's just bringing his brand down, you know? Right. Yeah. Because I agree. He's going up against big dogs of Austin. He doesn't go up against Craig, I guess, but Austin and Shep. But he's kind of not wrong. Like, why is Olivia no. so okay with letting Austin off the hook and just, you know, still icing Taylor? I listen, I don't really think that she should associate with either one of them, but No, definitely not. Needs to like cut the snake off cleanly. <laughs> right. Strap it off of the head. I couldn't believe that um Austin told JT to go drown himself in the ocean. <laughs> I know. That's harsh. This is like the aftermath, too, of that whole dinner scene and the part where Taylor is like talking to Worth, her now deceased brother, on her hotel balcony. And they heard, Vanita and Olivia heard, right? That was like my favorite thing in the world. When do we ever get that lucky to have that filmed? That might have been calculated. I know. That's what I'm thinking. Like, is Taylor secretly an evil genius? It's like rocking my world to think that. You know, I, I thought of her as one earlier, but if she pulled that off, God damn, Taylor. She didn't know. I don't know. This is confusing me now. <laughs> I don't like being confused by dummies. But I love that Vanita half-ass, like, oh, no, stop. Oh, oh, you don't do that. Like, yes, Vanita, you're showing you, you kind of care, but you're giving us what we want. I know. It's She's so funny. And I really think you guys might need some more toxic people in your life if you're really that shocked <laughs> that Taylor would do that. Because honestly, I'm like, right? I see you. I see you. <laughs> Checkmate, bitch. But it Do didn't work. Taylor knew the whole time that she was within speaking distance of Olivia hearing. Yeah, I think so. Now that you say it, I'm kind of like, oh, well, yeah. I mean, but like, also, she could just be that dumb. She has to be that dumb if she stayed with Shep and she only, what, came three times out of all the times they ever had well, sex? I'll stand by the fact that she just wanted his money. She wanted his mailbox money. Talking about Shep here, to be honest. Like, did we really expect anything else with any girl? I didn't really think about the evil genius part hard enough, I think, until you mentioned it. And I'm thinking about the patio scene. And now when I think back to all of her, like, apologies, all the non-apologies, that is, like, what really grinds my gears when people are like, I'm sorry you feel that way and blah, 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 blah. When you're clearly in the wrong, just say you're sorry, admit what you did, and, like, let's keep it moving. Mm -hmm. What a narcissist does is say sorry but don't mean it at all and it's just all lip service sorry yeah. you feel that way that is like the narcissistic comeback for everything i'm sorry you feel that way yeah oh that's the worst yeah you're so i forgot you're so sensitive or you're being too sensitive <laughs> oh my god i'm getting so triggered because <laughs> i'm like the sensitive one in my family because i'm a cancer and <laughs> anything my family says to me i'm like what what do you mean at least lately, it hasn't been. I know. Maybe we should, like, contact Taylor and talk to her about, like, how to brush the haters off. First interview. Excuse us. We have a lot of questions. <laughs> mm -hmm. She could, if she really is an evil genius, she could do a lot for Rachel Vanderpump rules. Oh, they are, like, the same level. That's what I mean. Like, one of them's real smart. Taylor has the potential to this all be a facade and she's like hiding behind her Jesus act, you know? Well, I feel like a lot of people who act super religious, that's like their thing. They're the worst of them all. They fucking everybody. They really can be, yeah, hypocritical. And then like hiding behind the veil of Jesus. Like you can do whatever you want and then just say, well, you should forgive right. me. Isn't that what Jesus would do? Or like they push <laughs> buttons and then make you crazy and then say, 
how dare you cuss at me? You know, and like, I'm such, anyway, I'm triggered. I, I gotta stop. That's like um, <laughs> when Taylor's brother was like, oh, what would Jesus be doing? And she's like, he'd be silent. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm, I'm trying to be silent. Shut the fuck up, Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You really like, you, you stood up and made a toast with the talk back. Mm-hmm. Like, you were not silent. I know. You were trying to be heard, girl. She made herself look worse with that. Yeah, the clapping was bad. Because that was after the brother comment, right? Or was it before? I think it might have been before. I think it was, like, right before. Yeah, I don't think they heard that. I think they were, like, running through the hallway, like, when she said that. But I did, like, the next time. So they all go home. And it was, like, a nothing scene. But uh, JT FaceTimes Rod. But before that, you know, they did point out that he had a bunch of unused condoms. And he talks to Rod about how... He likes Taylor, and they laugh so much. And I really think that they should just be together. Rod and Taylor, or JT and Taylor? Yeah, JT and Taylor. Ooh, I like JT too much. Yeah, I want better for JT. Yeah, but I know, but I just feel like she's not smart enough to realize that he would be so good to her. I mean, she, I've heard, I've seen this rumor on Reddit about how he moved to Charleston and lived in a trailer to try to get on the show. Have you guys seen that? No, JT. What? Yeah. A fucking trailer? I don't know if that's true, but an ex came out, I'm pretty sure, and said that. I don't even know what to say. That's so bizarre because he's got all those like properties, right? His event things or something. I think he has like Airbnbs. I think that's what it is. I mean, you can slap a nice fitting suit on a guy and dress him up nicely. I don't believe anyone these days. You can try to fit in and you're from the hills of West Virginia. (laughs) No, I don't buy it. I don't even if it was a trailer, it was a temporary one because. Yeah, it was probably like a nice Airstream trailer. Like who are we to judge? Yeah, it was probably nicer than my house. Okay. (laughs) I assure you it was bigger than my last apartment. (laughs) Not a crime to want to be on a TV show. They all want to be on a TV show. No, and at least he's bringing his real personality. And if it's not his real personality, I like how much he sticks up for women. Unless it's manipulative. Yeah. No, I don't see that. Oh, wait, what? How do you think? But I, I just feel like we've been fooled before. I do see that he like has a nice relationship with his mom, which I respect. That's usually a good sign. Does he call her mother or no? (laughs) That would be funny if he did. That would totally change my opinion of him within like two seconds. Is it weird if a girl calls their mom mother? Because that's how my mom is in my phone, mother. (laughs) I think it's like passive aggressive now. That's how I always used it. If I was mad at my mom, whatever, mother. Uh, I always think of like how they like refer to gay icons as mother. So like Lady Gaga, they'll be like, oh, mother. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Or my title when I sign on sometimes, your mother. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Did you guys want to talk about the page and Craig and Madison and her husband scene? Yeah. Oh, I have a random question off of that. Have you guys ever heard that it's bad luck to try on somebody else's wedding ring? Yes. Okay, that scene was killing me. I was like, that is such bad luck. I thought it was bad luck to try on a wedding dress before you were engaged. I mean, look at Tinsley, probably. Hey, she just hit the mother load with that guy. Yeah, exactly. Married a billionaire. I mean, now. And she doesn't even have to birth kids, really? She's got three, perfect body. Good for her. Listen, even if they want more, they're so rich. Like, they don't have to. Maybe it's like a couple years of bad luck, like when you break a mirror. (laughs) Probably. You know? That's probably exactly what it is. Yeah, no, that scene was killing me with that, with the changing of the wedding. No, you cannot try on another person's wedding ring. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. Although, I might have done that a couple of times prior to me and my husband getting engaged. When you go wedding ring shopping? No, 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 no. Oh, my God, no. It was the same scenario, like, with my friends, like... Hey, let's show Ross me with a ring on. Hint, hint. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> but wait, when you go wedding ring shopping, you try them on, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, some people just get the ring size and go and pick it out. Oh. And that's sometimes very unfortunate. I'm not, like, demanding, but it just seemed logical to take the next step. And I was like, we're going to have to talk about the ring. Like, I'm just. You're you're pushing it? <laughs> well, I just went and designed it myself. I don't even know if Ross was there. <laughs> I just I just ordered it. Give him a piece of paper with it. 
on the table i love the little orange decorations that madison had that was so cute i love oranges as decorations i'm sorry but her calling patricia for advice on like what glasses to put on the table was everything and i did notice <laughs> that she went with the white wine glasses instead of champagne coupe i like that i i think champagne glasses look strange on a regular dinner party place setting just my opinion maybe it depends on the dinner party i mean i don't really ever have them we had our neighbors over the other night like i thought it was funny that madison didn't know what a a charger was oh i I know oh my god i know i was like okay i i know what it is come on ma'am i screenshotted a really good comment on the state of this show that I just wanted to read of like how it's kind of evolved. So um, it starts out, the storyline is getting tired. Also, Southern Charm used to have more of an air of Southern gentility to it. They used to attend balls and political events and go to historic Southern resorts. Drinking was always part of the show, but now they just get wasted at a random rental house. And that is so true of how the brand of Southern Charm has evolved for the worse, I think. They need to bring back the southernness of it. Are we are we joking right now? Is that a joke? We're talking about Thomas Ravnell and his bogus campaign. It counts. Hey, they had the thing on the big uh, boat too, right? When Thomas and Catherine were freaking out. Oh, yeah. I mean, if he's like the standard for like genteel southern, like keep me in the north, baby. Like, no, thank you. <laughs> I want them to lean into that more, honestly. It is fun, but I'm not going to say it's getting stale. I mean, they probably have the best ratings ever this season, and there's no Catherine Dennis on my screen. I'm done with her. She ran over, what was it? One of the people in like the drop-off at school, she ran over them? What? I swear to God, Kathy. I don't think she fully ran over. I think like she like got close to a crossing guard and the crossing guard like hit her with the stop sign or something. You know how they hold those stop signs Oh, up? I thought she like mowed the person down, it sounded like. I don't think it was a full like hit and run situation. I mean, would we be surprised though if she had run someone over? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I really wouldn't. In her dilapidated house? Yeah, the craziest part to me is that she was like dropping her kid off at school. Like, how did <laughs> how did someone let her at the in, proper time? Like, when she doesn't have full custody of them. No, it's just I wouldn't trust her to, like, walk my dog down the street. What about the girl that owned Gwyn's? Like, we need some more fashion elements back on this show. That's what, I mean, Catherine did bring I the did fashion. I like her. Oh, please. <laughs> You're such a hater, Micah. Because I will, I was so loyal to Catherine and I always like root for the underdog. And oh, I like, you were let down. But she's just a mess. Like, I'm sorry, but she's just a disaster. I heard some stuff about her, just the partying and not being there for her kids and on and on and on. And I just don't, I have zero respect for that. I think it's definitely hard when people like Danny, remember Danny couldn't get a hold of her for like weeks upon weeks, like never getting back to yeah. anyone, them going to knock, knocking at on her door, no answer when they could hear people in there, like just basic courtesy for people that care about you, I think is where she really shows the behavior of a drug addict. I think. Oh my God. Yes. And the thing is, so, it's bad. I mean, nobody's had more chances than her to actually turn what she's got around and come out like the underdog like Mm -hmm. becoming the champion and she totally screwed it up over and over and over it was so like cocky and like nasty about it i just i don't understand how anybody could look at her and think i miss i miss looking at her on tv do you remember her birthday last season with her makeup when she was like getting in the fight with her boyfriend And the makeup was not the same color as her skin tone. It was like her face was like peeling off or something because it was like retinol or something. It was (laughs) applied. I've been there. How can you sling insults while your face is peeling? I think it was a drunk situation. Yeah, that situation also got kind of dark too, I think, with Caleb. Oh, yeah, that was so weird. I want to know if Cameron was brought back to the show, what the dynamic would be, because I want to know if she would get along with Madison at all. Ooh, yeah, I don't know. They're kind of like both the queen bees, like Madison replaced her as like as the narrator. I liked Cameron at the time and now thinking back, I don't know. I don't like reality stars that don't want to show their life. I mean, her husband barely being on him. I I get it. He's a doctor. He doesn't want to be on a reality show. 
but I think in this world in general, yeah, I'm tired of people who have like, I guess they just don't care about other people and and no empathy, no like understanding of where others have come from, where they've been, what they're doing. And that's part of me, like actually really wanting to love Catherine Dennis back in the day. I don't know. Maybe it would be different now. But yeah, I sent you guys the looks from the reunion. Madison's looks like she had some work done on her face. I can't tell. Something looks different on her face. She does look like there's something different. Do you think it's maybe that bacchial fat thing? Oh, that I thought it was like buccal fat removal. Oh, I, I butcher everything. So I apologize to everyone. If I mispronounce things. Yeah, I was going to say buckle fat removal. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what it is. Buckle fat. People are ruining their faces with that procedure. Yeah, I think a lot of people look absolutely ridiculous with that. The guy from Liam from One Direction, he looks the worst. I mean, like I was too old for them, but I just know this guy's face because it looks painful. Oh my God, this photo. He looks like Elvis, like decomposed he looks like he got his jaw shaped too like chiseled literally like a different person to be honest okay anyway let's go back to southern charm i didn't think it was very cute when whitney was like so proud of his thousand dollar bottle of whiskey but anyway it's like nothing left from whitney yeah there was nothing really remarkable there to report just that apparently he still lets taylor come over unannounced which is absurd because he has a doggy door I up with something. I mean we know that she's texting Shep to pleasure him <laughs> who isn't she texting to pleasure her she's texting Whitney the standards are on the ground yeah let's step it up a notch Tay like how tall or how shitty are the stats in that city for her to keep doing that to all of these same men I don't know that could have been trying to like secure her spot on the show because Whitney's a producer. I feel like that's what it could be. Yeah. I think that might have even been like Shep's idea because he wasn't angry enough about that. I think it's clear she's a social climber. Backfired for Naomi though. Totally a social climber. And I, honest to God, I really think that could have been Shep's idea. He did not seem phased in the slightest. Mm -hmm. Just pointing that out. But no, he didn't. But it's, oh, it's Whitney. I know. And it's just like so gross out. We'll stop torturing you with that. <laughs> Let's move on to Winter House. Let's. Oh, well, do we have anything of note about the Madison's dinner party when they actually get to it? Not that I can remember. I remember nothing from that. No. Just the, just the, the wedding ring superstition was what got me. Well, and they hold stuff weird. Craig was holding a bowl like in his lap when he was serving himself. I've never seen anyone do that. And then that track for Craig. Yeah, Brett. Yeah, it totally does. And her Madison's husband, Brett, was like holding a wine bottle by the bottom of it to pour it. I that's normal. I think that's how like a server pours wine. As I say, it sounds very service like. Yeah, all the people on below deck serve the wine from the bottom. Interesting. I probably just outed myself. Strong. You have to have strong wrists. <laughs> I'm not sophisticated enough. For these Southern Charmers, yeah. I just outed myself, but <laughs> I thought it looked funny. And next week is the finale, so that should be good. And let's move on to Winter House. With our Desperado Danielle. Desperado Danielle. Oh, my God. So we start out with Sam crying when talking to Malia. Yeah, I know everyone thinks Malia is the devil, but she wasn't necessarily wrong. I mean, flirting with somebody else's man is just ridiculous but also saying like you're the one in this situation ship for eight months that's what you're doing i mean that is true also malia didn't need to be flirting with her with Corey so much i mean it was just like the most obnoxious type of flirting which is like the tomboy way right i'm a guy's girl you know i like guys i don't know i just don't really when a woman says that that means she's gonna fuck your husband yes you watched the reunion, how, like, Katie was defending Malia to the death just because they're best friends, saying how Malia's a girl's girl. Right. I, I can never be convinced of that. Honestly, I did see her, like, point out to Sam. She apologized. She pointed out to Sam, like, maybe don't settle for less. Maybe she is a girl's girl. But it's kind of like Sam's... This is just, like, Malia having no boundaries. I mean, Sam... Just because they're in a situationship doesn't mean Malia can be so overt and flirt with Corey. But also it's on Corey, too. 
Corey, if if that was making him uncomfortable, it's not Corey more than it's on Malia. Corey is a fuckboy. Exactly, it is more on Corey. Yeah, Malia just kind of called it out and helped Sam open her eyes a little bit to like what's going on. I really, I mean, he even admitted like, oh, any guy would say I'd just let it ride. Maybe they wouldn't. Maybe they would be happy that they found someone they got along with so well and that loved them so much, but... In my notes, Sam is eyebrows. Oh my God, what's wrong with her eyebrows? I haven't even noticed. They're driving me nuts. There's like, it, they're just too unruly. Like there's no shape. It's somewhat of a shape, but it's not cleaned up. Yeah. It's just, it's driving me nuts. Eyebrows I can't are important these days. You know whose eyebrows really drive me freaking crazy? Oh my God, who is it? Somebody on a current show. Oh, it's Whitney from Salt Lake City. Yes. Yeah, her arch is like half an inch too far over. That will age you like 10 years if you don't have that correct. Yes. It just doesn't look natural. It's odd. Like, I don't know. Her one confessional look drives me crazy. Won't adding Botox or fillers to your forehead do that sometimes? Oh, yeah. But you can talk to them about that. I've heard. (laughs) Yeah. And honestly, like, you can get them to, like, leave off certain parts for your eyebrow to lift more. Because that was my thing. I didn't want to get, like, Botox in my forehead. And then all of a sudden, like my wonderful eyebrows wouldn't be, you know, perfect anymore. That wouldn't be okay. So anyway, I feel like she's in beauty. Fix it. But anyway. This part where Danielle gets pissed that Alex is talking to Jordan and goes up to Alex and asks, are we friends? Like, good Lord, lady. Yeah, that was bad. Get a clue. She just came off so unhinged this episode, like more than ever, jumping into bed with him. Oh my God, that was so bad. A hint at all. When you tell someone repeatedly, like, we're friends, I want to focus on their friendship. That's honestly like, yeah, maybe he's like a douchebag for flirting with somebody like more girls than one. But honestly, they're in there for two weeks. And what she made that choice to hook up with somebody she doesn't know after talking to him about if you like jordan try like they were literally in the hot tub he was talking about how he likes jordan to danielle right and he finally he should have been up front with danielle from the get-go instead of like leading her on a little bit but he finally did come clean and she just wouldn't accept no for an answer and i'm sorry like i think i text you guys if it was the other way around like, we've got a serious problem on our hands. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That is true. I don't think they would have even shown the season if it was a full, like... She would have gotten sent home, like, immediately. I mean, that happened. That exact situation happened on Below Deck, Australia. Yes. Yes. The guy was naked and jumped into Margot, the stewardess's bed. Yeah. And he was immediately sent home. That was scary, too. That was really bad. He was like aggressive. And then the girl did it to the other guy, too. He kept saying no. And she was like, just let me rub your back. Yep. She was so aggressive, too. That was wild. Right. Oh, my God. That was weird. I did like it when Brian put on uh, Casey's extensions and called himself the Tiger King. And that was even after they, like, made out. That's the strangest couple. I She... Ugh, I, I don't know. I don't want her back. She's she made me happy at the reunion. Her stockings had holes in them. They did, yeah. But that doesn't make her a terrible person, you guys. No, I just didn't like her on my TV. I don't know what it was. She just bugged me. What is trash juice? I don't. Re- I don't remember. Yeah, that was not okay. Juice from the trash, literally. That was like an earlier episode. I don't know. I just. These random people that they bring on to these shows, like remember first season they brought on Jason, who's still on the show, but then that girl Gabby, the model. Uh, yeah. This girl just, I would rather have Gabby back. She, there was apparently some situation the first season with Gabby and Kyle flirting that never got aired. It was in a trailer. Yes. And then they just never showed him. I really loved when Amanda was like trying to cheer Sam up and she's like, this is why you're not like supposed to be the cool girl and just put up with whatever. And yeah. Don't be in no, a situation. true. I'm like, are you serious? You're literally a cool girl in your marriage. Like we love Kyle, but let's not pretend. Amanda has become less of a cool girl. Like she really did. Yes, she had very serious with him and his transgressions. I was very confused as to why she had like 18 boxes to FedEx home, though. I really think that was like a joke by production because like they have all the costumes, you know. Yeah, I I don't think that was real. I, I she didn't she wore sweatpants the whole time. I really think that was like some inside joke with 
the production or something yeah maybe, i don't know why maybe they exaggerated some probably yeah right i mean they have all those themed nights and decorations and stuff like that has to be sent back somewhere that's that's what i'm betting Which some of that is like funny but i really don't think that that's necessary it's like just going in a landfill you know that's all i can think about i hate that that's how we have to think like i don't like i'm a former sorority girl I don't want to think about landfills for costume parties, but it's like, come on, guys. What are we what are we doing? What do we think about shorts and slutty? I don't care. <laughs> That's what I think. I'm not invested. I feel like slutty could do better than Schwartz. I did think that they had way more chemistry though than he ever had with Katie Maloney. I agree. He was constantly annoyed with Katie Maloney. Yeah, I think Kate Katie could do a lot better. Oh, of course she is. Both Katie's. <laughs> no, Katie Maloney's a Katie. I think Katie Flood is a Kate. She should be Kate Flood. Kate Flood. That's really rolls off the tongue. She looks like Kate Middleton to me. Yeah, that's maybe that's why I think she's a Kate. Yeah, maybe you're right. She's stunning. Like so pretty. Um, also Danielle accosting Alex in his bathroom. Like he he's a man. He's not gonna turn down sex. But it's just so aggressive. And it's like she really is just taking advantage of Who wants to get with a guy who's like, I just want to be friends. And she's fully like, oh, no, I'm in the friend zone. But I don't want to be. I still want to get with him. Like, I'm sorry, but what? Like, it feels like she has deeper demons than a breakup. It's like an addiction issue I'm sensing. Okay. There's so much about Danielle that she could work on. But I don't even think she's like cognizantly aware of i think she's got very little self-awareness and when you don't have any Mm -hmm. of that like how are you supposed to figure out what you want or why you're doing the things you do at that point Mm -hmm. if you're just being driven by like feeding your own ego and not like an i'm so great kind of thing but literally your ego as in like your self-esteem like what's going to feed your worth as a person she tries to get that from outside sources right and if you're going to go after somebody for that way and she probably doesn't even realize why i mean does she really care about alex that much probably not if you have like poor self-esteem and little self-awareness as to why you are pursuing a certain person you're literally just getting like a hit of dopamine when you get like that and it's not even good it just relieves the uncomfortable feeling yeah it's like a pressure cooker you know and it's like release and i also think that she liked Alex because he was into Jordan. So for her, that was like, okay, well, Jordan's super hot. The dudes like her, but he's getting with me. So I just think that that was like a big part of that. And also, I just want to point out to anybody who needs to hear this, but if you are trying to pursue someone or hanging out with someone or like whatever, if you truly like them, you're not going to try to make them react to you in certain ways it's inappropriate that's not cool you don't like hang out with someone in order to get them to validate you as a person because that's just Mm -hmm. like a lot of effort it's way too much pressure on the other person that you're in a relationship anyway i could go on and on for days about that but you know you just have to make yourself aware and i don't know she was feeling rejected by robert and i think like that probably escalated things but yeah and also i think it was so much more magnified because Alex and Jordan were hitting it off and flirting right in front of her. Yeah. After she really was saying that he just wants to be friends is a rejection. So it's like two rejections in a row. I think she like really put herself out there for Robert, like went to Aspen and basically was begging to get back together is what I assumed happened the way she put it. Well, the thing with Robert, she was doing it to the others too. She will literally say, you're low energy, a.k.a. I don't like the way you're behaving around me. Like, be more fun. Like me more. You know what I mean? She did that to him, too. It seems like a lot. She was always making him cook. Like, when that was, like, on his day off. Right, and he seemed happy to do it. Yeah, and she just, like, it wasn't ever enough. She told Malia she was on the wrong side of history when she got into that fight with Jordan. Oh, yeah. Like, ma'am, you're saying the wrong side of history here? Like, she saw them flirting. Like, he, Alex literally tried to say, we're going to be friends. She saw them flirting and decided no. And it's honestly her, like, feeling like she needs to be valid. She needs validation. So I think 
she wanted him even more after that, which is when you want a guy less, that's when you're supposed to want somebody less, not more. Well, she at least admitted at the end of the episode, I think, that she admitted to Jordan that after they like basically came to blows almost when she confronted Jordan. And I'm surprised Jordan didn't like scream at her the way she deserved to be screamed at. So Danielle admits she realized she had stronger feelings than she thought, which is good that she realized that. Yeah. And that's why she was asking. But also... I don't know. I mean, that's pretty much it. If you guys want, we can jump right into the reunion because her behavior there really got to me too. Like, yeah. One thing she said that really pissed me off is she's like, I wasn't my best version of myself. And I, that's, you know, I don't like that girlfriend. Mm -hmm. I just don't like that. To me, it's like distinct distancing yourself from having to hold yourself accountable for acting like a lunatic. And then also, the boundary talk, boundaries are not used to manipulate other people. If she has a boundary nope. where she doesn't want to be with some dude banging other chicks in the house, that's her boundary. That doesn't mean you get to control what he does. That means you cut it off for yourself. She's becoming this like fame whore now. Like she's going to visit Joe Bradley from Southern Hospitality. Uh, I'm just like, come on, Danielle. Yeah. I need Bravo to do their job and remove her from the situation. I just don't want to watch her anymore. She's too performative to me. Yeah. She's either too performative, and this is all an act, or she's just not good reality TV. She's like crazy, but not fun crazy. And what was with all the Western wear? What was that? Uh, I think it was just It's like her personality now. I think it was just the environment of the mountains. Okay, but come on. (laughs) No, because I mean, like some of her Instagram, she's dressed like that before. Well, she should think about stopping. (laughs) <laughs> i mean that was probably the inspiration for her share knockoff app that she has for her fashion oh my god i forgot about that no that like lives rent free in my mind her her little app <laughs> like i'm not gonna put all of my clothes in there is that what she, that that was the thing oh it's supposed to be like a clueless type of system yeah like basically you like put all of like your clothes and everything in there and then it's supposed to help you style yourself i don't like any of my clothes i don't want to style them I just want to buy new shit. I don't want to spend the time to like put that into an app. Right. Who's got the time? Yeah. Maybe I'll get my assistant Ross to do it. (laughs) Just kidding. He would never. And boys are so lucky because all Ross wears is like jeans and button down blue shirts. I don't know. That's it. That's all he ever wears. And he always looks good. So I'm jelly. The reunion was way too focused on Malia and Corey and not enough on holding Danielle to the fire. Yeah, but who knew he and Malia were spitting in each other's mouths again? Which, by the way, how vile. It was just, I don't know, this season of Winter House didn't do it for me at all. I loved it. But I also don't like it when people weaponize, like, psychological terms, like boundaries and blah, 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 in order (laughs) to, like, pursue their own, you know, manipulative tactics. Like, that's so stupid. Yeah, that's so funny that you loved it. I just, Danielle ruined it all for me. She doesn't make it fun at all. Aside from that, like, Brian, to me, saved the day. I love him. Oh, he's so cute. He's so cute. I love you, Brian. I will say it was nice not having the Southern Charm people there. Yeah. Because, like, Craig was so aggressive last year. Like, punching and shit and breaking people stuff. People forget and- about that. People forget about Craig being a monster very quickly now that he's on his best behavior on Southern but Charm. But I thought that was, like, the fun part. I was, like, dying laughing when I saw him, like, walking around like a monster on a table like Godzilla. Like stomping glass on the floor. Yeah, but he like took a knife to a wall like a few seasons back of Southern Charm and like fucked up his arm. So like I don't trust this guy drunk. I was watching an earlier episode or earlier random episode of Southern Charm and he's one of the couple of people on Bravo who like come out about quitting Adderall and the way he was gaunt. He was so gaunt on those early seasons his face he's a lot cuter with a couple pounds on him yes absolutely and i actually a lot of people aren't biggest fans of craig and Paige, but i think that they bring out like better in each other i really do i agree i like him she just kind of annoys me there's something there that i can't put my finger on no i see that i like it i don't know if it's like she never wears pants now and she's always wearing these ugly underwears outside or jumpsuits yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Stop putting your underwears on display. Good grief. Yes. 
She works in fashion. She does not know fashion. And I will go to my grave with that. Well, yeah, I agree. She doesn't work in fashion. She works for Amazon fashion. She likes... There we go. Think. Yep, that's more accurate. She does not work in fashion. She's an influencer. And I've heard that people in the yeah. actual yes. fashion industry yes. are getting really annoyed with like some influencers being invited to like the Met Gala. Oh, she was not invited to the Met Gala. No, but I'm just saying some of them are and people actually in fashion are like, give me a break. Look up, what was it? Last season, Sierra had a white and black wrap dress. It was designed by Paige for Amazon, made her look awful. And that made Sierra look awful. Sierra's never looked awful. Yeah, she can't look awful. That's not possible. Well, way to go, Paige. <laughs> I mean, let's be let's be real. Like Paige is just saying concepts of apparel that she likes. She's not doing any designing. She has no idea the technical aspects. Coming from someone who has a career in that. She's just picking out stuff to drop ship, basically, which is Exactly. Exactly. Which is where you just order from third party companies and pass it off as your own. Sort of like Sonia by Sonia Morgan. But Oh yeah. Should we close the book? your house yeah there's not a whole lot more to say i just thought it was interesting that um malia and cora cory were definitely swapping spit uh kind of boring trip in austin um they're doing chicken shit bingo which is boring everyone's crying robin's freaking out the chicken shit bingo is arguably the best part of the episode <laughs> for sure yeah. i mean they hyped us up for what three episodes for it yeah they spent about three episodes on it i was too. here for it i liked it me too robin sitting outside was a total waste of time yeah they're just like lingering on these dumb scenes so that's kind of how you know not a lot is happening this season and they're like having to really drag things out and really like lean into the kitsch. I'm sorry, Michael Darby suing um Candace is just the most ridiculous thing ever. What why are they why is he suing? Is that defamation? Yeah. Those rumors are heavy in the streets. I will say that. To sue for defamation, you have to have proof that she hurt his business. Or that she hurt his reputation, right? He's just a pissed off little boy. Like He's just a loser trying to make up. Litigious. Yeah. Like clinging on to the only power that he has, which is money. Yeah. He's an asshole who wants to abuse the court system to get his little way. Yeah. Fuck you, Darby. Just stop being an asshole. And then you wouldn't have to sue people for calling you an asshole. I do think the funniest part of the whole episode was Robin crying at the table. And then all of a sudden, Candace starts crying at the table. Yeah, because yeah, she she cared so much it was like what the hell is going there's two women crying at chicken shit bingo you don't cry at chicken shit bingo there's no crying in chicken shit bingo i i mean candace was saying she cares so much about robin and her feelings is that what it was so she feels bad and that's why she cried no some other feelings about something candace was going so through. many feelings well, thank god she's always got her triangle tissue out the cry angle the cry angle that's what it was called <laughs> I mean, that's such an annoying move when women do that, when they're just like so overcome. It's just the attention drama seekers. Oh, yeah, for sure. The walk off is my least favorite housewife move. Unless somebody is literally like coming at you just enough. Right. You're fine. Like put on a good face. They did come after Candace's husband. I'm sorry, but I'd be pissed off too. Totally. And then she sits on a fucking curb. Like, you've got to be kidding me. You don't do that in Texas. Have you seen the trucks out there? Don't sit on the curb, you moron. Like, get off the street. I just think this Candace and Giselle fight, like, this will be the death of Potomac if they don't get over it. It's really surprising, though, with the whole colorism issue that it's that Giselle is saying that she still deals with death threats because of it. I don't believe that for a second. I think that maybe. Uh, I don't know, a couple, but then again, there's a lot of crazy people out there. So maybe I'm wrong. But... Yeah, that's true. That's true. But death threats? I mean, come on. Diana Jenkins could hire some bots. We don't know what happens. <laughs> yeah, that's what she does, right? She did that, right? I just imagine her in like her little mansion just hiring all of these bots to attack all of the other housewives and their children. Um, Story time. I have a fun story. My friend actually knows how to do the bot thing and all of that. He works. In, yeah. He like works in software and no way. Yeah. So 
but he uses it for good, not evil. So his landlord was apparently refusing to give his deposit back, his security deposit when he moved out. And apparently he's like a big time, like property manager in New York City and like known for that. And so instead of just taking it and moving on, my friend built a bunch of bots to just keep retweeting this tweet on Twitter about the landlord screwing him with the security Oh my God, deposit. that's amazing. And then it became trending on Twitter and he got his deposit back the next day. Oh, hell yes. Yeah. That's wild. So that's how bots need to be used. <laughs> for good, not evil. So this scene with Juan yelling at Robin, I just couldn't take that. It, it's just he has no idea how to moderate his behavior when he's on camera. I just don't know where to go. Like, does she honestly think she is her self-esteem that low that she thinks she deserved to be treated this way? I mean, at this point, this is doing so much like people say that they don't want to get divorced for the kids that's usually the, the reason kids are gonna see that and think this is normal way to treat a woman or your spouse woman or man like don't talk to your spouse like that and if it's not a happy home those kids aren't gonna be happy this is emotional abuse i mean this and of course we know because he never shows up to any reunion where he can't be held accountable for his actions where the other husbands do i mean can you imagine just saying oh he just deletes everything off of his phone all the time I didn't look at the DMs. He was just super duper nice. I know we probably already talked about it, but I'm, my mind is blown. How did Robin get to this level of, I mean, it's clearly coming out of her at every, it's breaking her down. I mean, these breakdowns that she's having, you know, on the curb and then in this phone call, like it is obviously getting to her. Like she can't keep up with the lies anymore. But at that point, people want you to get so fed up that you're just like done. But I think what really happens is you're broken down more and more and more. And it becomes harder and harder and harder to believe that yep. you deserve more, like not even from another person, but just from life. Like you don't deserve to be screwed around. It's like Stockholm syndrome is this, at this yeah. point. He's probably sitting there saying, you're lucky I love you. Yeah. Do you know, know, no one else will ever love you like I love you. How dare you question me? I just really hope, like I'm not the biggest Robin fan, but I really hope like her parents are watching this and like, I hope she has someone in her life that will talk to her about this. I feel like Giselle is that person and she tries. Like I agree. Yeah, I don't know. They all try. I just don't get what she is getting out of this relationship with an unemployed coach who cheats on her. Right? I know. He laughs about like insulting the woman that he was DMing. He laughed about insulting her looks. Okay, so why are you DMing? And that's your reason for not cheating because she's unattractive? How about you're just not going to cheat on your wife, sir? Right. Again. Again. I need a PI to be hired to follow Juan. And I'll... I would love to follow Juan. On my time off, I would love to follow Juan. Like, I, if I could figure out what city, like, what they're around, I would love to trail Juan. Do it. Oh, my God. Do it. Yeah, let's, let's have you do that. That would be the perfect job for you. I got to get a wig like Karen. Why? There, he doesn't know what you look like. <laughs> you think you think he'll recognize you, Alex? Is that the problem? Right. You have to get a Karen I'll, I'll even put a mole on how she has a mole on her face. I will get so far into character. So you're just going to. I will. Shit. I will buy La Dom, the three wig and the perfume. I will get so far into character for this. I don't think we need Juan to be thinking that Karen is following him. We just need him to be followed. Although, would that be, like, <laughs> hilarious for next season? Yes. He was trying to get with a girl that looked like Karen. You, we saw the drawing. We all saw the drawing. That high-quality police drawing. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. <laughs> anyway. Let's end with Southern Hospitality. Y'all, I'm not going to lie. For this, if, for me, Southern Hospitality is bringing it. I'm honestly flabbergasted that they got a season two to begin with. But now that they have, Are you? they're bringing it, man. I'm not surprised. Oh, they're hilarious. I just love it. I was surprised. I didn't think it was like that great. But yeah, but now it is. It's all because of Grace Lily. I, I like her too. I mean, she's certainly delusional. Was it her birthday this week? Yeah, she was the one who had her boyfriend canoe her in the boat. Really pet. loved her sunglasses. I know. Oh, the butterflies. That was the worst effing outfit I've ever seen. And somehow she looked beautiful. 
So right, I hate people like that. Like, why can't I pull that off? Well, she's gorgeous, but her mom is also gorgeous. I know, and I love their relationship. It's like precious. Yeah, that was all they do is talk about how much they love each other. It's so precious. Yeah, I mean, so basically, Maddie is forgiven Trevor. Do you think? It seems like she doesn't want to be around him. But then why is he showing up to these parties? I mean, he's acting like he's forgiven. I loved how Mikkel was like, oh, no. It's not the girl that said that she made out with Trevor. It was really she was making out with his friend, even though she's still texting Trevor. Mm. So I just, I don't buy it. I think it was Trevor. I don't buy any guy that will cover up for another guy. No, 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 no. Even if you want to do like girlfriend privilege, just don't lie to me. I won't say a word. Yeah. Just don't lie to me. So... I think the guy, yeah, is totally trying to cover. But the girl definitely said Trevor. But do we think that Brad could be capable of setting all of this up? Brad. I like Harry calling him Brad. It, isn't that his name? Uh, no, not Bradley. No, they call him Brad, the trainer. Yeah, okay. I guess I just always see his, like, Chiron as saying Bradley. So I just think of him as a Bradley. I don't pay that much attention. You're probably right. <laughs> he just looks more like a Bradley to me than a Brad. I just don't. Do we think he could have set it up and just found some random chick who's like randomly going to train with him and be like, oh, guess what? I don't know. That does definitely seem really convenient to me. As the youth say. <laughs> if he was that diabolical, then he would need to get to be friends with Taylor, our secret evil genius. Each episode, they have a Southern charm person like being shown to be led into Republic. Mm -hmm. It's so it's Vanita. Funny. And then one time it was Rod. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was Rod. Rod. I'm so annoyed with Lava. First, it's like, okay, you're a bartender, but you can't drink. And then now it's like, you're going to be at work all the time with these people, but you can't date. But me and my husband are married, but you can't date your coworkers. But it's okay right. for Will and Emmy and whoever the hell else does it. But it's not okay, you know, to start anew. It's crazy. And didn't Will supposedly cheat now, too? Oh, yes. Is, I think that's the drama coming yeah. up. O'Sheen's big reveal at the birthday party because, oh, well, right. he slapped Emmy's ass and then Will tried to defend her honor. And then O'Sheen, am I saying that right, O'Sheen? Yeah, I spelled it out for myself in my notes. He was like, this dumbass knows that I know stuff on him and he's going to come at me. Give me a break. Right. And I fully believe it. It's not top tier drama in my recollection but it's definitely something i'll like keep watching obviously it's just so odd to me how people like emmy are like oh, no never that just it didn't happen even though they have like eyewitnesses yeah delusional yeah like a robin i, mean, I would believe will more than one dixon i wouldn't <laughs> he's like a little frat boy i don't know i feel like that girl's just gonna stay with him though because he's it seems like he has money all she cares about is becoming his trophy wife right and literally that's it she has no backup plan and will told his father he's not even sure he doesn't know about law school no no about emmy he's not sure if their oh, relationship can stand yeah. a test of time and distance well he's not even in law school yet right no he hasn't even stepped foot in law school and now he's not sure if right. he can manage like, his relationship like, really, come on i really hope we're not sticking around for a law school storyline i'm tapping out on that yeah we all <laughs> gone unless she turns into l woods and goes to harvard just to kick his ass me uh mentally no even that i don't care <laughs> they're not interesting enough they're not interesting enough. That's why I liked why O'Sheen was sort of so giggly about spreading the news. He just didn't even care. Yeah. And I think he's adding chaos that I like. The costume that wins in my mind for that party was Bradley wearing the like grandmother from the Little Red yes! Riding Hood. That was so that was clever. Hilarious. I loved it. I mean, props for like keeping an itchy wig on the whole time. That's commitment. Yes. And when they sat down, he was like, grandma's hungry. <laughs> yeah. I loved when they were talking about Lucia, talking about how hot Brad Bradley is. And it just flashes to a picture of him dressed up as grandma. I love it when the producers are like shady like that. <laughs> Anything else on Southern hospitality? I just like saying it that way. No, but I, I did like how when the gang all went out, you know, and Oshin was getting into fights and stuff with Emmy and Will that they were literally with what? What does he want to call himself? Joe Bradley. Joey Bottles. Joey Bottles. Literally yeah. looks like an 80s teen movie villain. So if he didn't catch. <laughs> he does. You're right. With his like, with his khakis and oxen. I mean, him and Danielle from Winterhouse are together now. I will kill myself if she shows up on an episode of Southern Hospitality. I just want to know the age difference. Oh, God. Not the crossover 
10 years i'm pretty sure they're he's like mid-20s i mean he has a baby face for sure and she's 35 stop he's that much younger on an emotional maturity level level she is sort of 25 oh yeah that is she's 15 two and a half That's high school degrees yeah <laughs> Well, if we are done with Southern Hospitality, I just want to read. So we're also still weekly watching the Roni Legacy. It's so good. I screenshotted some quotes about Kelly Ben Simone that were very accurate and well said. And I just want to read those. This will just be our little bonus hour since. Okay. So first one, which is amazing, quote unquote, eccentric feels generous that is we can only go off on what we see on tv and social what we see is someone with frequently illogical thought patterns unpredictable reactions and a persistent misreading the social cues around her typically those traits are not found in successful business people so this post is just explaining why in new york real estate she can be all that and be a fairly quick superstar in this field because this post on reddit was about how she can be successful in real estate when being kind of a nut and seemingly not having it all together mentally i want you to send that to me because i feel like we might be on the same wavelength yeah i want to i want to read that oh here's another good one this whole reddit thread was about how she could be questioning how she could be successful in real estate when being so wild with her behavior if that makes sense i think she's more wild with her behavior because she uh is successful in real estate that was another that was another thing that Ramona does have these sort of brash outbursts and not always logical sentences. Right. But not like Kelly. Which was another point. Not like Kelly. No, not to the extreme that Kelly was like off the walls bananas. I mean, she was even more like less serious of a person on these early seasons that I'm watching now. Right. And now it's like she's aware she seems crazy and wants to fix that, but she can't help herself from acting crazy. Right. And taking everything very offensively. Like she, she seems to resent that people don't take her seriously. I think. Well, I think that she takes herself very seriously. She'll tell anyone who oh, will no, listen exactly. how great she is and what a great mom she is and how there was like no nepotism. Exactly. And my favorite thing that her biggest struggle in life right now is that she just has way too much money and is married to way too cool, popular, rich men and everyone. And I... <laughs> she's just delusional well she's not even married yet i i would be on a a watch i'm gonna be watching if she actually gets married i mean i'm not i'm not gonna worry about it i just want to spend an hour in her delusion like just one hour to be that delusional so it really is giving me some type of personality disorder i'm not sure if it's borderline personality disorder i'm not sure if it's no it's uh, that presents much differently. I mean, listen, I'm no shrink. I'm no therapist. I just have a... You have a minor. It was actually my major, but that's okay. Oh, well, damn. You have a major. Yeah, but that really doesn't mean jack shit. It does in my, in my heart. In it your does. heart. <laughs> hey, you know what? If it counts for you, then I'm the expert. I would say that if anything, she like... I don't know if you've heard of it, but like paranoid personality disorder. Yes, That's yes, sort yes. of what I'm getting. And there's also narcissistic personality disorder, but no, paranoid, yes. That's kind of what it's yeah. giving Because feeling like you're always under attack is certainly something that I would diagnose She with. seriously is always attacking Kristen Takeman and feels that she's exactly. being attacked. It's exactly. literally crazy. I want to read another quote. She makes me feel mentally unbalanced just listening to her. I can't imagine having to spend a week in her company. There's just no way of relating to anything she's saying. Dorinda has actually provided the funniest insight, I think. Being around Kelly makes you start wondering whether you're the one on crazy pills. I would have to walk away just like Luann. I wouldn't have the bandwidth to deal with it. I find Kelly an, an incredibly uncomfortable watch. It's actually spoiling my enjoyment of an otherwise entertaining show. She's a constant buzzkill and unhinged, but not in a fun way. It must say a lot about New York high society when Kelly Ben Simone is the one with all of the important connection. Thank you to Soul Waxed on Reddit. Well, yeah, I mean, what it says is that it's all Ooh. so superficial, face value. They don't mm -hmm. care what Kelly Ben yeah. Simone's personality is like. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, I think in real estate, that's a good point. Does she really have one, though, of personality? 
She does have a personality. It's not a pleasant one, I don't think. It's ruled by her delusion. Okay, maybe that's why I'm trying to make rationale of it and be like, oh, maybe not one at all. No, you can't make sense of that kind of crazy. So I just want to point out, Luann really does have class. That money can't buy, apparently. Because I'm sorry, but if someone came mm-hmm. at me the way that Kelly was like yelling at her. Okay, so first of all, Luann's only complaint was like, hey. And interrupting her stories. Yeah, you you invite me to all these things and then you don't show. So like I'm sort of done making plans with you. Up. That turned into Kelly Benjamin being so amazing that everybody's trying to use her just like Luann. Right. And then she said, you know, everybody was, she said Luann was super upset about it. Anyway, I know we're not talking about the show, just the quotes, but shock, shocking behavior. Would you guys like to wrap it up? I think so. I don't want to be too intense. So it's probably <laughs> best we stop talking about her. Well, everyone, we will be back next week with Potomac Salt Lake City finale, which is going to be a, a big one. Can't believe that. This is the big finale. Then I'm not sure what they're doing for the winter house slot. Might They might just have, I'm not sure. <laughs> well, yeah. Did you say Miami? Probably Beverly Hills, Potomac. Well, I'm going day by day. So then they'll have recapping Beverly Hills, Miami, Southern Charm, Southern Hospitality, and then, of course, Roni Legacy on our beautiful network peacock that's right thank you everyone for listening and please follow us on instagram at bravo should be fun podcast and please like rate and review us have a good one bye bye